Hello and welcome to Ultimate Free From Menu, where we get someone in to choose their favourite drink, appetiser, starter, main, side and dessert. And this week we have Sarah Owls coming in. Hi Sarah, thanks so much for giving up your time. Hi, nice to be here. <laughs> no worries. So, the gluten-free blogger, right? That's right, that's me. I'm so glad I got that right. We would have to start all over again with the entire intro. But yeah, thanks so I'd much have had for a coming. Tantrum. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for, for enough time to know that that's the case. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be all good. I'm, I'm really excited to, to find out what, what sort of stuff you're going to be choosing today. Did you find it hard to, to, to choose your menu? Do you know what? I am that person that when I go out for a meal... I study the menu for like a week before and then I panic order when I get to the restaurant and I woke up three times last night to change my list look how many screwed out things there are on it I was just like I, need, I can't <laughs> choose that so this has caused me stress I'm not good okay. at the decisions okay and and well luckily I will give you the opportunity for some honorable mentions so if uh, you're quite upset about missing a couple of things out then we can we can add that in and you're from you're from the seaside i am i'm from Devon. Um, yeah uh have you got some some local treats for us or are we going around the uk around the world is it is it quite a lot a lot of our um episodes so far have been quite london uh centric as well i think there's, there's some good choice there where are we going to be going around the world so we are gonna mainly be in Devon actually because you know nice. that's where the best people and the best places are um a couple of you know other places maybe we'll jet off somewhere as well so yeah it's okay. exciting awesome um i'm really glad there's going to be some devon stuff because i spend a lot of time there and i've um i've actually been going to all of the places that people have recommended so far so <laughs> i'm Amazing. totally up for this okay so without further ado let's be oh no wait a minute the first thing i always forget this like every good waiter should, I'm going to ask what your dietary requirements are to give a bit of context to your menu, if you don't mind. Okay, so as the gluten-free blogger suggests, I am gluten-free. Um, I have celiac disease, so I have to be careful of things like cross-contamination and how food is prepared, as well as it just being free from gluten in the ingredients. But other than that, I eat anything. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you for sharing. Uh, and let's kick off then by saying what, what's going to be your drink in your ultimate free from menu? Okay, so this is probably my easiest choice. Um, normally, I go for a mojito. I just love mojitos. I find them really refreshing. But I got back from Kenya a month ago, and I had a passion fruit mojito. And I tell you, it was a game changer went to this bar called Salties, which is set on a beach in Kalifi near Mombasa. And it was a really cool, like surfy vibe kind of bar. And it was a mojito that we had with fresh passion fruit juice. And oh my word, it was insane. That sounds brilliant. And I bet fresh passion fruit juice, I bet there's, there's something quite different about having it and it being, being fresh compared to sort of an old stale supermarket passion fruit and orange juice that's been sitting on the shelf for, for months and months right oh yeah it's much better than a rubicon i'll tell you that i was trying not to mention a brand specifically but you can that's fine it rhymes with ubicon <laughs> do you know what um were they really like um blasé about the fact that they had fresh passion fruit juice like like it was oh yeah just any old... it's like I've, every I... breakfast you get fresh juice and like then you come home and you're just like what am i gonna do without it 
Yeah, I had this brilliant moment when I was in Hong Kong many years ago when I went into a restaurant and I was like, I'm just going to have some fruit juice. What sort of fruit juices have you got? And they said, I'm afraid we've only got orange, apple or fresh watermelon juice. And I'm like, <laughs> you've only got fresh watermelon juice. Like, like oh, it was just... watermelon. It, exactly. And it was, it was like it was just a totally everyday blasé sort of thing that they've only got watermelon juice. I was like, yeah, I'll have some watermelon juice. Uh, and yeah, if I have brilliant. to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, tell me a little bit about the ingredients of this uh, other than the passion fruit juice. So obviously the most important ingredient is rum. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's quite easy when you're gluten-free in terms of drinks because the only drinks you normally have to avoid are things like beer, lager, ale. So a lot of alcohol is gluten-free and I do get asked about that a lot but rum is gluten-free and it's also got I believe it's soda water and mint I don't know I'm just like give me the mojitos I don't want to know how it's made I just want to drink them (laughs) have you ever tried to make a cocktail at home um I've tried it's generally not gone that well I tend to be really lazy at home so I buy those like pre-made mixes and then I'm like why is this so sickly and sweet and awful (laughs) Um, so I should probably try a bit harder (laughs) Yeah, I bought one of those, even just like a rum and Coke pre-mixed can. It's just, even that's no good, let it's alone the, the cocktail. No, no, no. No. No, definitely not. What's your favourite rum? Something's close to my heart. Oh, I don't know. I do like, there's one that, I think it might be a Cornish rum, and I can't remember what it's called. I'm quite into. There's one called I think it's called Red Leg at the moment that's oh, got ginger and van, it's got ginger and vanilla in it. It's Ooh. really nice. So basically, you mix it with a coke. It just basically tastes like a slightly tangy vanilla coke, which nice. you know, essentially, I'm just looking to have a pop drink as opposed to an alcoholic <laughs> one. <laughs> it's not like I'm drinking WKD Blue or something, but it it has that sort of, you know, nice sort of vanilla-y Coke sort of taste to it. It's what are you on about? WKD Blue was my second choice. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's what I thought. That's what I was expecting, or maybe an orange hooch. To uh, be fair, we- <laughs> thank you for that assessment of me. Um, <laughs> my second choice would have been Jabal, which is like my favorite beer and I know I shouldn't mention brands but I actually found them at the allergy show no, do so, mention brands please yeah <laughs> yeah I've Jubel will be them, will be with yeah. us in in at London yes they, they're certainly coming along oh my god you must try them they're amazing that's, that's my little... yeah I, I went into a pub once and I think I asked for a Peroni because I saw it was gluten-free mm. and he was like we've only got gluten-free and I'm like yeah yeah that's what I want he went are you sure I went, yes, that's 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 what I want. He was literally trying to convince. He was the barman was almost sort of blocking it. I mean, it's, it's gluten free, mate. Give me the Peroni. Really <laughs> exactly. I had to convince him, but um, yeah, that was pretty good too, actually. So there's, there's some decent gluten free beers out there, I think. Yeah, I think so. And because I was diagnosed when I was quite young, I never had normal beer, so I don't actually have anything to compare it to. But when I've given it to friends and family, they've all sort of been like, "Oh, it just tastes like normal beer." So I don't mm-hmm. think it's that different. Do you ever do you ever think like and this is this is going to be quite a deep question actually on that subject exactly I've always sort of wanted to ask this. Do you ever feel like when you're eating say a gluten-free croissant you're like they've got it they've got it right finally yeah. they've got it right and then you think but actually I don't know what a normal croissant is like. Yeah. I have found that with <laughs> like some things and things that I haven't had for like a very long time like 20 yeah. years. And I'm like, well, I think it tastes like I remember it. But yeah, mm-hmm. like I can't remember what bread, like normal bread is like. 
So I have like gluten-free bread that's really good to me. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I give it to Steve, my boyfriend. He's like, mm, yeah, it's all right, but it's not bread, is it? And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was bread. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? And like you, you sort of wonder with especially stuff like that's that's quite um that's quite unique in texture. So mm. stuff like pastries and croissants and stuff. And then you see someone going, finally someone's got it right. And you think, well, are we sure? yeah how do we know yeah exactly we who's gonna find out for us but yeah but there's needless to say there's really tasty gluten-free croissants out there undoubtedly they really are yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, there's a brand called manager in london that do amazing Mm -hmm. ones they're just so like to me they're what a croissant should be but obviously i can't remember but i've had no complaints when i fed them to other people so they must be good (laughs) I had a Libby's one for the first time this week, and that was really, really good. Really, really buttery. Really buttery. You can, I think you can order them online as well, and they come frozen. Uh, And it's like the butter is like spilling out of it onto the. So if you're dairy free, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, it's like spilling out onto the thing. And I think one one of the ways in which they've made theirs really good is to just really, really load it with butter. And yeah. <laughs> and it's it's good though. It's really, really nice. I enjoyed that. I've got a couple still in the in the freezer, and they come with instructions about you know get them out, leave them on the side for twenty minutes. Then do it. it's 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 a bit of a process to get it <laughs> to cook yeah. it exactly how the instructions say, but it's worth it. They're good. Oh my gosh, I might have to try those. Yeah, it's worth it. And uh, also their sourdough was good as well. Oh, okay. Yes. Noted. Okay. There you go. But this isn't about my choices. This is about <laughs> yours. So let's go go back. Hang on, to yours we were on and... drinks and we've got to pastry. I don't know how yes, this happened. I, <laughs> I don't know how it happened either. But um, <laughs> next next one's sort of always a bit of a weird one because um, often when you go to a restaurant, people will bring you something uh, mm. without asking. So it's sort of that bringing you bread or prawn crackers or whatever, uh, and we're calling it an appetizer in this one. So for an appetizer, and you're perfect. Uh, ultimate free from menu what what would you have as the appetizer maybe before you've ordered see I always love the idea of having bread in a restaurant but I think I've only ever been to one restaurant in my life where they've given me gluten-free bread that I can eat so my appetizer would probably be some freshly cooked focaccia bread and I have a focaccia recipe that I make a lot and you know without tooting my own horn too much that would be my dream appetizer (laughs) my own bread um but it's like that kind of bread where it's really crunchy on like the outside and then it's like squishy in the middle and it's got like garlic and rosemary in and sea salt. And then you have it from the oven warm, never hot. You should never eat gluten-free bread hot, but you eat it warm and it's just like, oh, so good. Mm, it's making me salivate talking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 so awesome about this particular one? Because obviously it's, it's a recipe you've developed over time, right? It is. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in lockdown, actually, learning how to make gluten-free bread. And it's been a bit of a game changer for me because it made me realize that fresh bread is just so much nicer than buying it. And yeah, it's something about the focaccia. I think it's like the crispy top mm-hmm. and it kind of crunches and you eat it, but then it's kind of almost slightly chewy and squishy inside. And oh, it's just so good. So good. We will make sure that we put a link to this uh, recipe in the uh, description, which is either up or down or somewhere around here (laughs) where you're listening or or watching this. So check that out. We'll make sure that we get all of the links to everything. Um, Equally, don't go and look at that now because you'll get spoilers for what Sarah's going to choose later because all of the links for us. I've thought about that a little bit. When I'm writing down the description, I'm like, okay, I'll include all the links. That then tells people. But, you know, you don't get all of the fun chat 
if you just look True. at the link. And so it might entice hope... them in. They're like, oh, I want to know what this is. Let's go have a look. Exactly. Okay, cool. So it's like a warm focaccia garlic, because you say some rosemary in it. or Yeah, but sea salt on top. Although it's really versatile, so you can put like anything you want. You could do like some red onion, or you could... I've done one with potato slices on before. That's really good. And nice. loads and loads of olive oil. Yeah, and then a little... I'd have one of those, you know, those little fancy pants bowls where they've got like balsamic vinegar and olive oil. They always look really fun to dunk bread in, yes. but I've never been able to do it. There you go. I but used I to work... I used to work in a posh restaurant in uh, a little village in Suffolk called Wesselton, uh, nice. which is, is near where they do um, Autumn Watch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Great we used facts. to always remember making those things where you'd get the little bowl, you pour in, and then that drip of balsamic vinegar in the middle. Uh, yeah, I remember making them and then not being able to eat the bread. And it did look oh. fun. I, I remember actually, weirdly, sort of jogged my memory working there one time someone came in who was celiac and it was like there was this special loaf of bread in the kitchen that was kept wrapped up in this plastic because I'm old so we're talking (laughs) like late 90s early 2000s when I was like a teenager working as a as a a waiter I was at school and I just remember them having this special bit of bread that had to be kept a million miles away from everything else in the kitchen wrapped up in about three plastic bags and was ceremonially brought out every morning for breakfast for this because it was a hotel and, and restaurant but yeah um i think people do a bit better than that these days you i think, think so although that sounds like good cross-contamination procedures because you know at least they didn't slap it on the same chopping board exactly so they were doing okay in some ways but i, I think um I think we're blessed for choice these days compared to those days. Definitely. I agree. There's a lot more choice now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, talk in a choice. Good oh, segue. What's like your choice uh, for your starter, please? <laughs> so for my starter, a few years ago, I discovered, I'm probably going to say this wrong. I think it's, you pronounce it pho, but I say pho. I think most people okay. say pho. It's a chain that does like Vietnamese food and okay. they're Celiac UK accredited and I stumbled across one when I went to Exeter and I was like, oh, we're going and try it. And I got really excited to discover that basically pretty much everything on the menu is gluten free apart from like maybe two or three items. Mm. And they had this like tender fried baby squid and calamari is one of my favorite things. But again, something you can never eat when you go out if you're gluten free. And they do this like tender fried baby squid and it's kind of crispy and it comes with this amazing dip that's like chili and salt and pepper and then you squeeze lime juice in it and you dip the squid into it and oh it is so good it is like next level calamari it's just amazing so that i could eat that for my starter main and dessert but you know i'll stick with the starter that that sounds brilliant uh and how do you spell the name of the restaurant p-h-o so i would say pho but i think it's pho which just sounds weird to say <laughs> that's okay we can we, we can as long as now we spelt it it doesn't matter we'll make sure the link's in and that's a chain did you say so people can yeah people don't have to go to the vibrant metropolis of exeter to find this place they can find it in other in other yeah, less built across, up places yeah like you know london and <laughs> oh what <laughs> no they're everywhere there? i think so they're a really really good chain and because they're accredited you know it's like all CDAC safe. They've got all the procedures and like they have loads of great dishes. So I'd really recommend it. 
Awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out because I love Vietnamese food. Uh, Do it. And I've never even heard of this one, which... What? Yeah. Yeah, which seems a bit mad. Um, so I will find it. I think in, in our area, the... Yeah, but I don't think we've got... I'm in, I'm in Hertfordshire, so I don't... Okay. I haven't seen one around, um, but I will find it. And I'm often in town, so when I'm in London, I'm sure I'll be able to find one. But that sounds really good. Um, is it is it crispy? Is it like... What's the... So it's got like a batter on it, right? It's yeah, like it's kind of calamari. like a, a really light batter. So not as battered as calamari. It's just kind mm -hmm. of got this really light like crunch to it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's just amazing. And it, then there's kind of the dip is like spicy and sort of tangy as well. So it's got like a really cool flavor for something so simple, which is basically like mm -hmm. chili and lime juice. It's just like mind blowing. So it's like a tempura, I assume. Yeah. Like that sort of light. Yeah, that's that sounds really, really good. No, I'm definitely going to check that out. Was there have you got any honorable mentions that you close calls for your starter that you weren't sure or do you want to save those to the oh, end? I don't know. No, I don't know about the starter. I think that was like the only thing on this menu apart from the drink that I was like, that's what I'm having. Well, that's that's always good. Um, that shows just how good this one is. It is, it's great. <laughs> Cool. So um, just to give a little context around uh, the the meal, um, ideally, where is this meal taking place? Is it indoors? Is it outdoors? Is it night? Is it day? Is it Devon? Is it London? Is it England? Is it abroad? Where, where, where are we having this meal? Do you know what? I'm going to go back to Salty's Bar. This is like my new favourite place in Kenya. So I was okay. literally just went there and I was like, I'm obsessed. Like everything was kind of built. So it's on the side of the beach. And everything's kind of built out of like reclaimed wood. And there was like a wall with loads of flip flops on it, which had been like taken from the beach and cleaned off there. Loads of fairy lights, loads of really cool seating areas. And I think we're going for like, you know, late afternoon, the sun's going down. You're looking out over the waves, sipping your passion fruit mojito, eating your nice. squid. Yeah. 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 That's the dream. Nice and warm. Yeah. Love it. So you get a sunset over the sea in kenya we that side right <clears throat> yeah i think so i can't really remember because when we went we went in the morning and then we went at night so i'm like i'm okay. going in the middle of the two <laughs> well i mean you'd be used to that anyway i'm always very jealous because obviously i grew up on the east coast and we get the sunrise over the sea oh, yeah, but you guys on the west coast you get the you get to see it oh uh, no I, yes you get the sunset which is good which is awesome uh it's really cool to watch the sun go down when you're having something to eat and we get uh, some amazing yeah. sunsets in North Devon as well. So, I mean, obviously yes. there's a lot of beaches around here that I'd quite happily set up a little picnic and have this meal. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Kenya's an interesting one. So we've come back to that a, a few times now. Did you find it easy to eat there, sort of gluten-free? Yeah, do you know what? It was really easy because a lot of the food they eat, like, is naturally gluten-free. So they eat a lot okay. of rice, a lot of potatoes. Um, they eat a lot of, like maize based things as well and lots of vegetables um so it was really easy to eat there i think the difficulty with traveling to a developing country when you have something like celiac is that you kind of it's inevitable at some point you're probably going to get ill from the food anyway so it's right. almost hard to know if you're ill because you've been glutened or if you're ill just because of something you've eaten but the staff everywhere i went were really good and really mm -hmm. really helpful and generally like i think they did an amazing job at kind of keeping me safe with the food so yeah it was it was pretty easy to eat there I have to say that's good and that's a good tip because I think that um 
often people might be a bit discouraged to go on those real big adventure mm. sort of, you know, going somewhere that's not like really obvious or mainland Europe or something yeah. like that. Um, when, when you're celiac or when you've got uh, severe allergies as well, often I think people are sort of scared to maybe take that leap and yeah. do something really exciting. We had, you know, Morgan recommending Japan saying it's tricky, but it's doable. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, and, but yeah, but Kenya sounds like a, a good call if it's like not, not too difficult. And obviously you get to see the big five in Kenya. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. You get to see all the animals, which is really cool. But I think with any trip, it's just like planning ahead. Like a lot of the places we stayed at, I emailed before we went and asked if they could do gluten free. And when I went there like 15 years ago, they would have just been like, so what whereas now they're yeah. like yeah yeah of course we can so i think a lot has changed okay awesome that's really really good to hear and a good uh recommendation okay so let's move on to the main which to some people would be considered the headline act in a meal so uh let's go go with your main <laughs> what you're choosing okay so this was quite diff well it was easy and it was difficult because i mean for me I was always going to choose pizza, let's face it. But I have been having a bit of a, I mean, don't tell the pizza, but I've been having a bit of a love affair with fried chicken at the moment. So I did have a moment last night about 2am when I was like, have I made the wrong decision? But no, mm -hmm. I've gone with pizza. And I've gone okay. with, so there's a restaurant in North Devon. So sorry, we're going a bit niche. Um, in a little town called Appledore. I don't know if you've been, Ben, but it's... Of course I have. I thought you might have done. It's like a little, <laughs> almost like a harbour town. It's very, very cute. And there is a really small pizza restaurant called Flame Factory there. And I went there a couple of years ago and I'd seen they did gluten-free, but it turns out they had a whole gluten-free preparation area and it was amazing. And the most exciting thing was when my pizza came out, it was the same size as everyone else's pizza. And if you're gluten-free, <laughs> you will know how incredible that is. And I was just like, I'm going to live here forever. So that That's is so my cool. pizza of choice. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh. awesome. And and what toppings are going on this pizza? See, I've got to have extra cheese because mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the dairy. Got yep. to have pepperoni because it's not a pizza without pepperoni. Mm -hmm. And then I like to keep it quite simple a lot of the time. Maybe just a few like chilies, jalapenos on it as well. And for okay. me, that's like pizza heaven. Maybe a little garlicky dip on the side. Nice for the crust. Okay. Yeah, gotta have that. Nice. No, this sounds awesome. Do, do, do you know what? Like, I make quite a lot of pizza at home, mm. um, and I think it's time for me to be a bit braver again with asking for a a gluten free pizza out because. I think about like five or six years ago, I went to a pretty major chain, which I won't mm. mention. You can mention brands, but it's better that I stay neutral. Okay, Yeah, I ordered a gluten-free pizza and the base was, it was like, you know, at the back of a, um, a, a pad, like a yeah. pad, like a writing pad where you get a bit of cardboard at the back. Oh, no. It was like that at the bottom. I couldn't cut through it. It was just, I had to like, I'm not much of a complainer in restaurants. I yeah. will complain if I have to. But it was literally a case. <laughs> all right, I complain. <laughs> I complain, all right? What am I going to do? What are you going to do about it? Anyway, um, so <laughs> I had to call the waiter over and say, look, watch me try and cut this. <laughs> and then like... Snapping and, it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, yeah, it was 
it was horrendous and it sort of really put me off um trusting mm-hmm. other people there's there's certain um there's certain things that i don't trust other people to do really well for me gluten-free yeah and one of them for me has been pizza so i am always up for hearing do you know what Ben? go and try this one hopefully it will it will turn your your mind to not just doing it for yourself at home yeah well you need to come to devon because there's actually yes. like quite a few places in north devon that do amazing gluten-free pizzas so there's mm-hmm. another restaurant called the new amsterdam who i know mm-hmm. The owner quite well. I have some really good chats with him about making sure things are like celiac safe. They do amazing nice. gluten-free pizzas. There's another restaurant I found called Depot, which is near Ilfacombe in North Devon. They do amazing mm-hmm. pizzas, and they're all like proper, decent-sized pizzas, good bases, and like that's what we need. It's not difficult to do a gluten-free pizza. So when it's an experience like you had, that really upsets me because I'm like, come mm. on, guys, it's not hard to do this right. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know maybe it's maybe it's going going to more um, independence. Maybe that's that's the way forward. I don't know. Um, but you mm. know, I'm happy if if someone knows a, a great chain or anything where you can get a really good gluten free pizza. Who's listening or watching? Please let us know in the comments because I'm always up for those recommendations. But we've got some brilliant Devon ones, and that's really good for me because I yeah. spend quite a lot of time down there. Uh, and as we for a pizza tour <laughs> exactly if we, and if we're talking food in north devon we just need to give a shout out to the chips at squires in Braunton because obviously if you're talking devon food and you don't mention the chips at squires then you know what are you doing uh literally <laughs> the best chips ever in the entire world so, i mean yes. i love squires but why don't they do gluten-free fish and chips yet that's what i want to know like why not in fact, I retract Indeed. their mention because of the fact they didn't do gluten-free batter. <laughs> well, Cancelled. there you go. That's, that's, well, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's put it out. Let's challenge them because they literally their chips are the best I've ever had. They're and, like famous, you know, I, aren't they? Yeah, and you know, there's pictures of like you know prime ministers and stuff on the wall eating their chips. Like, and I think there's a picture from the late '90s of Davina McCall when she was really, <laughs> really important and stuff like that eating chips in their restaurants. So they are. Yeah, you know, they're they're very well known. Um, I, as I've said a few times now, grew up in Suffolk, and people go on about the chips at Oldborough, at the fish right. and chip shop there, and I see people queuing for an hour to get their chips there. And I will tell you, hands down, the Oldborough chips are nothing on the Squires chips in Braunton. They don't even come close. And I see all these people coming down to their holiday homes in Suffolk, going mad about these chips in Oldborough, and I'm just like. You know nothing about chips. Let me get to Bronton. See, I grew up in Bronton and I remember just like all the time just seeing people queuing outside of me like, look at them queuing for chips. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. I would have been one of those people. (laughs) Isn't that weird to think? Yeah, weird to think there was like... I probably uh, laughed at you once. my family. You probably did. You probably laughed at me then and probably laugh at me now. So nothing's changed. So we're all good. Good times. (laughs) But yes, Squires in Braunton, do us a gluten-free batter, please, because we want to enjoy your entire menu. Sort it out. (laughs) Cool. So we've got this uh, awesome pizza, really good. Now, um, okay, I'm going to go to your side, but I'm going to revisit something from that in a minute. So what would be your ultimate side with this pizza? Let's see if we can break our um, run of everyone choosing the same side so far on the podcast. I'm excited to know. Have they? 
Oh, yep. I don't think anyone would have chosen mine. It's very obscure. <laughs> well, yeah, you, they won't. This won't be it then. Every single person that's been on the podcast so far has chosen some form of chips as their side. <laughs> oh, right. Do you know, unpopular opinion. Not okay. a massive chips fan. Okay, I've just been banging on about no, chips like, for about ten minutes. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> Could have told me sooner. Decent chips, like every now and then I get a chip craving, but normally, no, my side is a bit different, I have to say. I've gone rogue. Go on. And also, probably doesn't really go that well with pizza, but we're just kind of ignoring that fact. We can handle that. Okay, so basically, I had several ideas in my head, because I think my dream meal would actually just be like loads of sides um, Mm -hmm. that completely don't match each other. But there is a little street food van in Croyd, in Devon, Mm. and they do... Well, they do some iconic fried chicken and I'm trying to persuade them to do it gluten-free full-time. But mm. their side dish, they do these smashed cucumbers. Mm. And I know everyone's like, why the hell has she chosen cucumbers as a side dish? Mm. Until you try them, you just do not understand. They are just the most amazing thing I've ever tasted. And I don't know how they make them. But they're okay. like these bits of cucumber, which I'm assuming they smash. I don't know what they smash with. <laughs> like a hammer or something <laughs> and then they've got this like peanut stuff on top sorry to anyone with okay. a peanut allergy who's listening right yeah. now and then this like chili oil and it's incredible like I don't understand I don't even like cucumbers but these are amazing okay so a few things here number one Croyd is one of my favorite places in the entire world now you're really talking my area Croyd Puttsburgh so, that sort of area is is my my bit um smashed cucumbers the sprinkling of peanut on the top and stuff like that and i think where i've seen them before gives me the impression is it like a an asian like yeah sort of side it is right like it's like a is it vietnamese or thai or something like that because the sprinkling yeah. of the of the peanuts is that you'd have that on a pad thai wouldn't you yeah and right. this place right. is called like cluck chicken and they do a lot of like fried chicken with kind of asian inspired like toppings yeah. But yeah, it's like an Asian style dish and mm-hmm. it's really hard to describe until you try them. But honestly, they're just like insane. Like mm. who invented these? I need to know. I need to hug them. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I think they do. I think they do something similar with the Dumpling Shack uh, okay. in Spitalfields Market, uh, which is quite, quite a famous oh, side nice. there. So I think this is a thing. This is a thing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> no but okay so, um describe the texture and stuff of it a little bit uh is it sort of i don't know when you talk about smashed it gives yeah. them the impression that it's it's broken up but it's still lumps of would that yeah, be so right i know it doesn't like sound very chunks. appetizing it's yes. chunks of cucumber it doesn't have like you know how sometimes cucumber has that like mushy bit in the middle it doesn't mm-hmm. have that but it's just like chunks of cucumber so you get that kind of crunch and then you get like the even crunchier bit from the peanuts but then it's got this kind of like chili oil in it as well which just gives you like this kick okay oh, so good is it almost a bit coleslawry in a way would it be this part of the same mm. family no potentially but probably not it's not like saucy like coleslaw okay. and it's like big chunks of cucumber like rather than kind of shredded like you get in coleslaw okay. what did you say was the name of this uh place in croyd a uh, cluck chicken they're setting up like a pop-up, I think, for the summer. Okay, nice. I will definitely check that out next time I'm down that way. And there's also some really good clotted cream ice cream in Croyd, obviously. 
I used to work um, in the ice cream shop, so I. Uh... Oh, what? So you may have served me ice cream in Croydon. Well, it as was well. like a pasty in ice cream shop, so I might yes, have served you a pasty in ice cream. Yeah. I would have got pasties from there, but I would have got ice creams from two doors down. In the I'm other going place, now. Goodbye. That only does ice cream. <laughs> I'm leaving yes, this podcast. Uh, <laughs> do you know what's? Do you know what's funny? I think that a lot of people would consider that. Um, somewhere quite rural like North Devon would mm. not have a lot of gluten-free options. Yeah. Dare I say it because you're probably like the holiday makers have brought nothing but misery um, <laughs> because, because so many people visit North, North Devon and, yeah. you know, from, and, you know, uh, uh, like I said earlier, a lot of the choices have been London centric and stuff like that. Mm. You have a lot of those people visiting North Devon, yeah. especially in the summer and I think that because gluten-free is so good in London and you've got lots of people visiting from these areas, yeah. I think that does help an area. I, I imagine if you went to an area that had less sort of a, a touristy thing going on in the summer in a, in a rural area, you might find mm -hmm. it a bit more tricky. And I think maybe that has served the gluten-free community quite well in North Devon. Yeah, I would agree. And I think as well, a lot of like the business owners, there's such a massive surfy culture, like a lot of them go away for the winter to like places like Bali and Indonesia, where it's like, there's a lot more of that sort of food out there. And then they come back and a lot of the people who live around here are vegan as well. So there's a lot of like vegan options. And I think it kind of comes with that surfy vibe. But again, yeah, you're right. All the visitors have like kind of they've been asking a lot more about gluten-free over the years and i think that has inspired people to kind of do better at it yeah no, plus i cool. just go around and nag them all all the time uh that doesn't surprise me um i had um <laughs> i i'd um <laughs> i'd wondered whether that now mm -hmm. we're return to something else and you okay. almost mentioned it a little bit i'd wondered whether you were going to uh mitigate your mains debate between fried chicken and pizza by having fried chicken as your side because that is sort of a thing you i have been to places yeah. where there is a bit of fried chicken as a side or whether you were going to have fried chicken with some sort of pizza bread on the side i thought that that might be in the way around but i'm glad you mentioned these smashed cucumbers because that's an interesting mm. pick however i do think because the fried chicken's been mentioned a few times that you're quite into it at the moment that we should investigate this a little bit more even if it's not officially a pick of yours so this could be my unofficial second yes, what's, main what's going on with your fried chicken uh, at the moment i can't stop eating fried chicken i went to okay. st ives a couple of weeks ago and it was for a hen party and we went somewhere different every night and i had fried chicken in every place for four nights but it Amazing. was absolutely <laughs> worth it but st ives great place for gluten-free fried chicken as it turns out, there's a place called Beer and Bird that does like um, amazing gluten-free fried chicken and they do like gluten-free beer on tap. And then they do these like, I know I said I wasn't a big chip fan, but they do chips with like this chicken scratching stuff on, which was amazing. Okay. Yeah. And also tried Hubbox, which does really good fried chicken. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm on a bit of a mission at the moment to try all the fried chicken. Sounds good, man. And the fact that you have opportunity to try so much is yeah. also encouraging. And and so uh, a shout out for for Cornwall, right? Yeah, shout out for Cornwall, but it's not as good as Devon, so let's not get too carried away. <laughs> why why drive for another two hours? You're right exactly. there in Devon. Why exactly. not just get out? 
That's what I always say. Uh, but Cornwall is nice too. Just a little That's bit right. more effort to get there. <laughs> I remember once um, when I was in the car with a friend and I was with um, with a grandparent and we were driving around in Norfolk, which is where my mm. grandparents were living. And I remember one of them saying, uh, have you have you been to Norfolk before? And them saying no. And me saying, I mean, they've been to Suffolk, so, you know, sort of the same. And him <laughs> looking at me, absolutely furious at the suggestion that Norfolk was the same in any way <laughs> to Suffolk. I mean, obviously, Norfolk's got the broads and it's got a nice uh, that bit at the top with the sandy beach. But um, it's not massively different in terms of countryside. And I feel like I was on the verge of maybe saying that Cornwall and Devon were similar. And I was expecting to get a, the same look from you that I got uh, on that day in the car. Um, so I'm not going to say it. Um, you know, Cornwall is nice, but they do their cream teas wrong. I feel like we cannot go, go any further without mentioning the fact that they do it wrong. You don't put okay. the jam first. It doesn't make sense. It's wrong. No. I don't want to no. listen to anyone who says it's right. No. The end. I mean, I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. Having been to Good. Devon every summer forever, um, <laughs> I, I didn't even know that they did it differently in Cornwall. That's how dedicated I am oh, wow. to the Devon cream tea. That I didn't know they did it differently in Cornwall. I think I only went... I only went further to Cornwall once. <laughs> been to Devon like like so many times I can't remember. Uh, oh, but yeah, only went that little bit further. Yeah, I just don't I was like, done don't with the car. I think I was just done in the car by the time yeah, I got that's to Devon. Fair. So yeah, it's all good. That's okay, the only so we came to Devon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I, was, I was always my parents were creatures of habit, so we basically go went to the same place every year forever. Nice. I'm trying to branch out a little bit now and go to some <sighs> other places. But I I do try and at least get back to Devon once every every couple of years. Yeah, yeah, you need to come down so we can do a pizza tour. I'll take you to yes. all the pizza places. We'll get really fat. It'll be great. I'm totally up for that. Um, that's that's a done deal. Okay. It's on. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, getting towards the la- your last pick now. Yeah. Uh, now, before we dive into it, are you would you consider yourself a starter person or a dessert person um if you've only got time for one are you are you going with with the savory or do you want to finish with something sweet normally today it's controversial because the majority of my blog is sweet bakes but i am not a dessert person at all i would have a starter a main and then a starter if i could okay yeah yeah yeah. i had a friend that did that once (laughs) my my guru (laughs) (laughs) okay cool so I'm not really like I found this one quite difficult because I also tend to eat quite quickly so I will get too excited by a main course I will wolf it down and then I will feel so sick I need to unbutton my trousers and just sit there like I can't eat a dessert it's too much (laughs) so I rarely actually eat dessert because I'm I just pig my food too quickly (laughs) I'm uh I like to have a mouthful of saying sweet. I tend to try and persuade someone on the table to share with me. That's that's quite a standard mm, thing a for one. me to go with. Just just to have a taste of something. Okay, I well do get in this that. yeah. In in this situation, um in in your perfect situation, I somehow magically have made sure you've got room for dessert. <laughs> oh thanks. So that's all right. So since we do have room, uh, what is your pick for dessert going to be? And hopefully it's not a starter. I was hoping for a dessert. 
<laughs> oh, I was going to go for fried chicken. That's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> we ruined it. <laughs> okay, so I, I did have a big think about this and I've gone for another one of my recipes again. Mm-hmm. But basically, there's a reason behind this. So I'm not really a big dessert person, but I do think things like ice cream is the kind of thing you can just like pick at and have just a little bit to feel like you've had something sweet. And I have always been really upset that Ben and Jerry's don't do gluten-free cookie dough ice cream. So Ben and Jerry's, if you're listening, can you make that happen, please? So I had a mission to basically try and recreate their ice cream. And I've got a recipe for cookie dough ice cream. And it's probably the one thing I've made that I had no self-control and I ended up just eating probably like 5,000 calories worth of ice cream in one sitting. I felt horribly sick afterwards, but it was absolutely worth it. But yeah, anything with cookie dough, I just really like that. And I think because it's so hard to find it when you're gluten free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I mean, if I was in a restaurant, I'd probably just get a coffee. But yeah, you know, if I have if I have room for dessert, I would like some cookie dough ice cream. Awesome. Just a and little we will, bit. We will absolutely make sure that that recipe is uh, in the in the description because I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel like they're missing out because they're not able to eat cookie dough ice cream. I think it's a really, really cool yeah. thing to to have done. Um, what was your adventure of uh, developing this recipe like? It was really fun, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually started, I did find, I think it was quite a few years ago, there was a brand, I can't remember who it was, that brought out a gluten-free cookie dough. And then it, it was only out for like a year or so. So I had a go at making it with that. And then... When they stopped making that, I was like, right, I'm just going to make my own. So obviously you're not supposed to eat raw flour. So you heat treat the flour by like microwaving it uh, just mm-hmm. to make sure it doesn't sort of pass on anything nasty. So you can eat it raw. And then I made this gluten-free cookie dough. And then the ice cream itself is actually like a no-churn ice cream. Because mm-hmm. I think people think making ice cream, you need like an ice cream maker and it's really hard. But actually you make it with condensed milk and double cream and you literally just put it in the freezer and it sets and it's done so and then you can pig out on all the cookie dough ice cream sounds good sounds it's awesome great. i would be quite up for the idea of a mint uh version even Ooh. with the cookie dough no i think that that would work for me i like I, I you know like that whole you know peppermint tea at the end of a meal or something yeah i like the idea of having something with a little bit of mint just to to help with the old digestion that seems to work quite Ooh. nicely See, I like a peppermint tea, but I can't stand mint ice cream. I think it tastes like mm. toothpaste. Oh, okay. My other okay. half loves it. He like guzzles the stuff, but no, I can't. Ugh. Yeah, I'm I'm totally into it. And um, just to annoy you, I'm going to make your ice cream and add mint to it. I'm going to sully it with peppermint oil or something like that, and then I'm going I'm really to upset about this. Send you pictures of me eating it, enjoying this toothpaste ice cream. In fact, I might flavor it with toothpaste. Oh, no, Just that's to... <laughs> disgusting. Please Sorry. don't. I've ruined it. I've ruined How this whole menu. tarnish my cookie dough ice cream? <laughs> oh, good. No, that sounds really nice. It sounds really cool. Um, M&S have a couple of, um, like, bake-your-own cookie yes. sort of things going on at the moment, don't they? Um, I, I don't think it's an own brand, actually, and I've forgotten what the brand is, which is stupid of me. But they, no, have, they, like, a have, cookie, they have, like, a cookie dough thing that you can bake, I, yeah. I think, and then it makes these sort of warm, soft cookies, which are really, really nice. I've forgotten what the brand is, but I will 
find no, out. No, I've seen um, it. And they do have their own brand. A lot of their own brand cookie dough is gluten-free yeah. now. And it says not to eat it raw, but I just didn't listen to that. And I just ate the whole no. pack in the car. <laughs> um, officially, at the Ultimate Free From menu, we don't recommend eating anything <laughs> raw that tells you you're not allowed. Uh, okay, so I've got that out of the way now. Just to, However, just to I sure. ate a whole package raw in my car, so I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> don't. Don't be like Sarah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that you're fine. That's great. Um, yeah. But lovely. yes, no, it sounds good. It does sound good. And um, it, you have to look out for them in MS uh, because this, and this is a good thing, it's not in the gluten free section. No. It's just it's not. With, with, with the normal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love randomly, that though. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It makes like, me feel um, so normal. Exactly. Just in with the normal desserts and stuff and like down from like the cheese and all that sort of stuff. There's like in the fridge section, there mm. is these uh, bake your own cookies and they come out these soft, lovely, uh, warm cookies with the melted chocolate. Um, oh. Yes, they're good. They're good. I might go and get some now. Yeah, um, I actually was thinking maybe I'll drive to M&S after this because yeah. I really want cookies. <laughs> yeah. M&S is good for gluten-free. There's lots, lots of good stuff. Lots of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they are. Um, but yes. Uh, anyway. Okay, cool. Right. I think we're at the end of your menu. So I'm going to read it back so to cool. you. So you, you can, yeah, you can get, you can get an idea of, okay. of, uh, of how you feel about it. Right. Okay. So the whole meal is going to take place at Salty's Bar in Kenya yeah. next yeah. to the beach. Uh, and with that in mind, you're going to begin with a passion fruit mojito from Salty's Bar. Uh, and then you're going to be brought some warm focaccia, garlic and rosemary that the waiter has found your recipe and made it and surprised you with. Uh, and oh then gosh. you're going <laughs> then you're going to move on to, uh, we're not sure of the pronunciation, but it might be pho or fu or something like that for uh, tempura calamari, tender fried baby squid. Yeah, lovely. Uh, then for your main, we are going to have uh, pizza from Flame Factory in Appledore with extra cheese, pepperoni, chilies, and a garlic dip on the side to dip the crust in. Mm. Then on the side, you're going to have some smashed cucumbers from Cluck Chicken in Croyd. Definitely. And then to finish off, going to have some of your homemade cookie dough ice cream. Oh, How's that working lovely. for you? I mean, it's a bit of a random mixture of things, but I like it. I don't think it's as random as you think. I mean, obviously, we're jumping around from Vietnamese to pizza. That's probably the biggest jump. But I don't yeah. think the smashed cucumbers on the side is as crazy as, as it feels. Because I think it would cut quite nicely through mm. a heavy, sort of cheesy, gluten-free, bready pizza. I think, like, I think that, it all that, goes. Yes, it's all good. I think I think you're good. I think you're good. Uh, and and any regrets? Um, a few. <laughs> I don't know. I think the sides was the hardest because I do yeah. love a cheesy side. Like I love gluten-free mozzarella sticks. I love halloumi mm -hmm. fries. Um, mm -hmm. but I guess you know with a pizza it's quite cheesy anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot of cheese. And then it I did think cheese. about a cheese board for dessert and I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm just basically a piece of cheese. <laughs> basically. Um, and that's pretty much what happened with Alex's menu, which she didn't realize until I read it back to her. Everything, <laughs> pretty much everything had cheese in it. So you've avoided that trap. Um, cheese but yeah, no. Though. Awesome. So you're coming down to the Allergy and Free From show in London, 1st to the yes. 3rd of July, doing a uh, cooking demo for us and yeah. a talk. I yes. am. Yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. What's your talk going to be about? 
So I'm actually doing a talk with um, Christian Costas, who's a celiac specialist dietitian. We've never actually met in person, but we've done these lives over the last few years. And we thought Amazing. it would just be really fun to meet up, maybe have a few beers, then come ask some questions. So that's, that's what we're going to do. That sounds perfect. <laughs> that's my plan. beers at Jubel and then on, on to your Q&A. Yeah. No, that's so cool. Um, and tickets are free. Uh, there'll be a link in the description, wherever that is. Make sure you get your tickets. We've got over... 45,000 people have registered so far. Um, we've never had so many people registered at this equivalent stage. So um, if you're thinking of coming, make sure you do. Also, the, the, another cool bit of news, um, the Ooh. new tube station, Victoria Line, uh, not Victoria Line, Elizabeth Line, Elizabeth Line, make sure I get that right, is going to be it? open, which is like the Cross London new line, which goes straight to XL's own uh, stop. So oh, we're really, really lucky that opens like in the next couple of weeks. So it's going to be um, nice and open and ready for you guys when you're all coming down and it's going to make it so much easier to get there. So we feel really, really lucky that that's happened in time for the Allergy and Free From show. So, yeah, get get your tickets um, and, and get down and, and see us. Um, and where can people find your stuff if they don't know you already, Sarah? Um, so I'm on the glutenfreeblogger.com and I'm at GF Blogger on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Come over and say hello. Ask me some questions. Buy one of my amazing sweatshirts. No gluten, no cry. Say, <laughs> I was going to say you're wearing some of your own merch, I believe. I, am, I was yeah. going to give you a shout out. No, nice work. Nice I'm representing the uh, the merch. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks so much for giving up your time today. Uh, and yeah, I'll see you in London in July. It's been a pleasure. See you there. Cheers, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.